Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and happy Sunday. My name is Miss Tossi, and I am ex- so excited about this show. Today is Sunday, July 28th. It's all about self-care, and one of the topics that I've been dying to talk about is narcissism, okay, narcissist or better known as narcissistic personality disorder. The topic of the show is the untold story of narcissism. And I wanted to, when I was thinking about a title, I was like, huh, how it affects, you know, black women and women in general. And I'll give you a backstory. Um, but before I do that, right, I want to say thank you to all our listeners that listen to the podcast, download the podcast share the podcast with the friends. I appreciate you. Thank you. I can't believe we've been doing this podcast for so many years. And if you're not aware of our, the Daring Podcast, we have um, interviewed authors, celebrities, everyday moms and dads, entrepreneurs, authors, like I said, people doing great things. And it's all about empowering others with information that they can use. So again, welcome. So sit back, grab a pen and paper, and I'm sure this topic is going to be one that is talked about for a long time. So when I was at my conference, the Dare to Aspire conference, we do it every year. We do it in Atlanta, Houston. It's all about empowering women. And there was a lady that came up to me and she said, you know, I've been going through a tough time. And a lot of people, if you've been to the conference, you know it's very intimate. People get to talk. People get to share their views. And she came up to me and she said, you know, I've been going through a lot of stuff, you know. And I I was about to not make a conference. I'm going through a divorce. And I was like, wow, what's going on? And she started to talk to me and she said, have you heard of a narcissist? And I was like, hmm. You know, I had heard about, you know, definitely, you know, if you think about um, a lot of people say, you know, our current president, Donald Trump, is a narcissist. Um, if you think of Henry VIII, um, the king, you know, he was a narcissist. But I I want to preface that I had not heard that term before. So I did a whole lot of research like I normally do because I believe information is power. But before I talk about the untold story of narcissism, I want to preference with I'm not a medical professional. I'm not a therapist, okay? I just am a person who did a lot of research, interactions, talking, and I'm from experience, okay? So let's start with the basics. This show is going to go very fast, and there's so much to talk about. But narcissistic personality disorder, NPD, is a personality disorder with long-term pattern of abnormal behavior characterized by exaggerated feelings of self-importance excessive need for admiration, and this one is so important, lack of empathy. A lot of women, and especially women of color, when you talk to them and say, you know, what have you been going through? How's your life? And they've been suffering. I mean, you notice a friend that's gained a lot of weight, just stopped caring about herself. Maybe you've talked to a girlfriend and she's just going through it. She's even talking about suicidal thoughts. Um, she's just not herself anymore, and you start talking about her relationship, right? 
and what type of man is she dating or is she married to or what type of man is the father of her kids. And then you start to understand the disorder. And I want to say with narcissism, I, this, what I do is women empowerment, and I know there are some narcissists that are women, but majority of narcissists are men. So you might want to say, hey, um, and a lot of narcissists are men in powerful positions. And this is usually because if you think about narcissists, right, um, you know, they lack empathy. You know, they believe that they're special. They exploit others. They're arrogant. Um, they're, they have jealousy and this grandiose sense of importance. Um, they're very preoccupied with unlimited success, you know, and they'll do it at any cost. And they're pathological liars. So a lot of times, you know, these are things, unfortunately, that in corporate America sometimes are, you know, you get promoted very quick when you hear about the guy who's very aggressive, who does anything for the company, who maybe lies, you know. So that's why a lot of times they have a lot of um, position, positional power in um, corporate America. But I want to take a break and say, you know what, if you're dealing with a narcissist, whether you've been in a relationship or a past relationship or a boss or a parent, I want you to know that there is hope. And I'm going to also talk about some ways to deal with this. Okay. So I talked about some of the symptoms. One of the things when I was talking to my girlfriend, just about what she was going through with her divorce and everything. And, you know, the stories were very, very horrible. A lot of times narcissists use emotional abuse, you know, and they do this. There's a lot of terms you'll find like gaslighting, um, narcissistic abuse, hovering. There are a lot of terms that I don't because this show is it's very quick. I don't have the time to get into, but definitely if you're dealing with this, know that you can survive and, you, and, it, and it can get better, Okay. So I want you to know that you are important because what happens, especially with women when they own a business and they're dealing with a narcissist, whether they're married to one, it can really wreck your self-esteem because narcissists are very emotionally abusive. Sometimes they can be physically abusive, and then that one, and in that case, you want to get out, right? A lot of times with narcissists, they project their feelings onto you. So, for instance, they'll call you a pathological liar when they are the ones that are the liar. Um, a lot of times with narcissists, unfortunately, something happens in their childhood where they were either they had feelings of abandonment or not being, me- or not being able to measure up to um, their parents' admiration or their parents' love and respect. So they they compartmentalize this feeling and they um, learn how to deal with it by just masking their feelings. Um, maybe a parent didn't praise them or maybe they had um, a parent die or something happened where they just felt very lonely. So um, something happened that made them feel unworthy of their parents' love and insignificant. So they found this sense of detachment to protect themselves, right? And it happens, and a lot of people ask, you know, this sense of detachment, you know, where does it come from? And a lot of times, like I said, it comes from childhood. 
We are chatting. There's so much to get into. The untold, untold story of narcissism, and again, ways that it, it affects women of color and ways to deal with it. So a lot of women of color and women in general, this is just a horrible thing to deal with if you're married or you're dating or you have children with a narcissist. But a lot of times women of color aren't allowed to cry and say what's going on and share their their um, how they feel. They bottle it up and they have so much stress and, you know, it's unfortunate, right? So many women deal with this heartbreaking, and I say heartbreaking, personality disorder. Um, oh, my dishwasher is in the back loud. <laughs> um, so, you know, one of the things that I tell people, and I've talked to so many women, you know, women that are married and their husbands, you know, they're starting a business, they're so excited. And one of the things I hear over and over again, he doesn't support me. He puts me down. He says my business will not be successful. And when you start peeling back the layers, and again, I've talked to so many women entrepreneurs, you will start to understand the level of abuse. And this can really have an impact when you're starting a business or trying to grow a business, right? It's really, really horrible. And, um, you know, one of the things that I wanted to, to share about narcissism um, before I talk about how we can kind of deal with it, is one thing to really look out for. I'm going to talk about, and I think I did earlier, but I just want to say, you know, um, there's no known way to prevent the condition. However, there are children that could be narcissists. You have to watch out for for this very extreme selfish behavior. Um, you know, again, look at look at trauma in the child's life. You got to be very careful. And one of the things I always tell parents and adults are to seek guidance from therapists or social workers, and to get treatment as soon as possible. It's so key. Get treatment as soon as possible. We all know mental health, mental illness, especially in the Black community. People don't go to counseling. You know, you you deal with some traumatic stuff, and people just brush it under the rug. Whether it's abuse, whether it's just mental health illness, people just brush it under the rug. People don't want to talk about it. People are in denial. So a lot of times it goes untreated. As as adults, you know, there's so many ways. You know, you we can talk to a pastor. We can pray. We can get mental health counseling. And hopefully the stigma of mental health will, the way people are talking about it, it can really, people can really be compassionate and have empathy. Because, again, narcissistic personality is a disorder. It is a disorder. And the quicker, especially for children, that you see the patterns um, showing up, the quicker you can do it, the better. So I want to just, and I talked about this earlier, but I want to just quickly, again, if you're dating somebody that has these, no empathy, no remorse. So have you ever, like, caught somebody cheating, and instead of them saying, I'm sorry, you know, this is why I did it, they lie, and then they blame you for it. Well, you know what, you did this, so this is why I'm going to do it. They have no, they feel, they don't feel any remorse or have any compassion for their behavior and the impact on others, okay? Um, 
the narcissistic abuser is very entitled. You know, they hold people to very high standards, but when you hold them, it becomes a fight. They're very deceptive. Um, They will tell you whatever they need to tell you. One thing, and women, I'll tell you this, when people cheat or people abuse you, it's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. Narcissists have multiple relationships. A lot of them are addicted to porn. They have a lot. If you've ever been in a relationship with a narcissist and you start peeling back the layers, what you find will be so disheartening. I mean, they they have no attachment. You know, they lie. They're pathological liars. They have multiple relationships with different people and a misrepresentation of information. They know how to twist the facts. And it's it's kind of like I say Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. These people will project a persona that is 180 degrees from who and what they really are. You know, if they say, you know, I'm very quiet and I don't like to talk or share information, you'll talk to people and they will say, oh, my God, this person is a social butterfly. They talk, they laugh. And you're like wondering, is this the same person? But remember, they're emotionally scarred and they're abused, okay, and they have a disorder. So um, these people require the emotional support and admiration of their narcissistic supply. It, and again, I, it's, it's so much to get into, so I'm just trying to give you, if you're dealing with this, these narcissists, they have multiple relationships, and again, don't feel bad. They, they, they text, they, they have multiple affairs because they need the admiration of people. You'll see a narcissist will always say, I don't feel appreciated. You know, you don't admire me. You know, they truly cannot function naturally and normally without the object of their narcissist abuse serving as the foundation of their existence. So you'll see they, a lot of times narcissists will do things for others because they want that admiration, you know. And another thing, before I get into ways we can deal with it, and I know people are like, I'm dealing with this right now, you know, but they're very, very controlling, okay, They're very controlling. They want to gain the advantage. And a lot of women, you know, especially if you're depending on the man for money, oh, my God, a narcissist is the worst person because you do what I say or you don't get the money. And that, especially when you need stuff, you know, you tend to say, you know what, I'll just do it. I'll say whatever because that's how they gain control, you know. That's how they can control their way or the highway. And like I said, with the emotional abuse, the detachment, the lack of empathy, a lot of people that deal with narcissists really go crazy, you know, and I don't want to use that word lightly, but, you know, you'll see it. Like I say, you talk to women, their businesses start failing. They don't care about how they look. They gain a lot of weight. They are detached from their kids, and you're like, what is wrong? This person was, like, so bubbly and so fun. What happens? The narcissist sucks the life out of you, okay? But, again, we're here (laughs) with a ray of hope, and I want to, while we have 15 minutes, I really, really want to make sure that I'm going to share ways to deal with it because in, in my research, one of the things that when I was talking to my girlfriends, doing research and my own interactions with, with narcissists, 
one of the things I always saw lacking is there wasn't really a way to deal with it, you know. People talked about it. People talked about how, you know, they even thought of suicide. They they divorced and ran away. <laughs> they changed their, their identity just to get away from the narcissist. But they did not talk about if you do decide to stay with the narcissist, how you can deal with it. So I'm going to talk about that after this commercial. We'll be back. We're talking about the untold story of narcissism. Hair Yum is the fastest growing vegan hair care product on the market. Hair Yum can transfer your hair with just one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it. Hey, we are back. We're talking about the untold story of narcissism. It's Sunday self-care podcast, um, the daring podcast, all about to help you feel empowered. And I want to say to my women, to my moms, if you are dealing with a narcissist, there is hope, okay? There's hope. I always believe there's hope, and I always believe God makes things happen for a reason. Now, you're going to hear about the gaslighting, like with narcissism. Think about your relationship when when you had somebody, let's just say, a man cheated on you, and they come back, and they beg, and they say they're sorry, or they might blame you and say it's your fault. Either way, those are signs of narcissistic behavior, right? So what can you do? Okay, as a Christian, one of the things I always say is divorce, is not an option unless there's physical, just such a physical abuse or even extreme cases of mental abuse, okay? There's always, God can change anybody. I firmly believe that God can change anybody. But one of the things, one of the ways that you can deal with narcissistic, first is to recognize that it is a personality disorder. If you can, you can talk to your partner and seek medical professional counseling. Do not try and brush it under the rug once they've gaslighted or hoovered and, you know, convinced you that it's your fault. Seek medical professional counseling. And if they're willing to, because most narcissists are so against counseling, they will make up, they'll say, oh, you're going to lie. You know why? Because, again, narcissists want to project their feelings onto you. They have this extreme case of insecurity and detachment that they, that impacted them when they were a child. You know, I was um, in a conversation, and the boy had lost his father at a young age, and the mother was talking about how another brother reminded him of the dad and how it's the dad up and down. And you could see the narcissist's face, like, just get so insecure. They wanted to say something, you know, wait, maybe they want to say, no, I'm like my dad. But it was so sad to see. And, again, it's, it's, this, it's this detachment. So, again, seek, first you want to, just like any disorder, you want to talk about it. Pray to God, okay? Pray to God for strength, for wisdom, for help. A lot of people talk about the no contact, no con- Oh, and before I forget, one of the key things and one of the key ways you know you're dealing with a narcissist is one of the ways they emotionally abuse you is through the silent treatment. 
they, a narcissist is the king or queen of silent treatments. They will ignore you, and they could do this for months on end. Again, they're detached. They're insecure. So if you've ever dealt with a man or woman, most people, you know, okay, they have empathy. Maybe this person did something because of this reason. But narcissists are the kings of the silent treatment. So if you ever met somebody that just uses the silent treatment, anytime they don't get their way or they're displeased, that's another sign of a narcissistic behavior. So, again, pray and talk to God. Seek medical counseling. Some people talk about what's called the go-no contact. So some people are just like, these narcissists are demons. <laughs> they can't be helped. I'm leaving. I'm moving. I'm running away. I'm taking my kids. You know, they go no contact. and They really change the identity and move states. Again, when there's been sign of physical abuse or extreme um, verbal and mental abuse, okay? Um, then also, um, especially to the victims of narcissistic abuse, now is your time. If you've prayed and you've talked about it to your partner, one of the things when a narcissist knows that you know about their personality and you know you're on to them, they're very quickly to discard you. You'll hear the part, if the partner has never talked about divorce, all of a sudden they'll say, I'm divorcing, I'm, I'm done. You know, I, I don't want this anymore. Because, again, they've looked for another narcissistic supply, you know. And, again, they text, they, they have so many, they belong to so many porn sites, and, you know, sex with them isn't the same, you know. So when... When they want to get rid of you, this can be very, very hard and really emotional, especially when you really care about the narcissist or you're from a Christian. You know, you take a step back, pray. Now, if the narcissist is willing, you know, to talk to a counselor, and if the narcissist is a Christian, there's hope, okay? If the narcissist is not willing to talk to a counselor, it's physically abusive, you got to take care of yourself, and you got to get to safety and take care of your children. Now, one of the things to remember, narcissists have very fragile self-esteem. They cannot handle criticism. They cannot. They can, they're very sensitive. You've ever, you know, talked to somebody and they're like, wow, you know, he's so sensitive or he's always, he has to be always right. Those are signs of narcissistic behavior. Again, I want to let you know I'm not a medical professional, just somebody who's done so much research and talked to a hell of a lot of people as well as my own personal experience. It takes a lot of hard work, okay, with any personality disorder. Again, in this in today's society, a lot of men that are powerful and rich, they even brag about being narcissists, right? They say, yeah, I'm a narcissist, and so what, right? So it can be very hard to say, you know, this is how you're impacting me. Like my friend who was going through a divorce who really looked like a totally different person and wanted to get out. It is so tough, but you as a Christian, start taking care of yourself, okay? Start occupying your mind with something else, okay? The only way a narcissist is ever going to change is if he or she, you know, wants to change. If he or she is just like any addiction, okay, or any disorder, you first have to acknowledge it and you first have to say, yes, I need help. 
I'm willing to get the help. I really want to change. And again, like I said, from a Christian perspective, God can change anybody, okay? Um, You really have to use and think, again, these are my women, my mompreneurs who maybe this is all about self-care. You may be dealing with something that is really tough. You have to understand and try and be compassionate. And I know, I know, I've seen and read what people say about narcissists, especially narcissist men and surviving narcissistic behavior. I've read, I mean, they, because they lack empathy, they can be so cruel and so mean. But if you focus on what it says in the Bible, right, to forgive others, and I know it's hard because when you love somebody, you find out that, wow, they've cheated on me for so many years and they've had multiple relationships and they've sent texts that broke my heart and, you know, it's impacting my business and my children. It's hard, but if you learn to forgive and you pray for them, and and I'm talking about really praying, and they want to change, they're like, you know what, you're right. Let's talk to somebody. You're right. I'm willing to do counseling. You're right. You know, that is a start. All relationships, whether, um, narcissistic or not, are hard, right? Everybody knows marriage is one of the hardest things. Relationships are hard. You know, you have two imperfect people coming together in an imperfect world, and sin is everywhere, and sometimes you don't know where to turn. But I want to encourage you to always turn to God. He will never fail you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And on our self-care Sunday, it's all about taking care of yourself. So, The untold story of narcissism and the irony is it really starts with you, right? You taking care of yourself, you getting your confidence back, you finding something that you really love. I don't care if it's gardening, um, you know, learning how to swim, playing tennis, cooking. Focus on yourself. Then pray, really pray to God. If you believe in fasting, fast and give God your cares. Again, I believe All people can change with love and support, but it's crucial to seek the advice of medical counseling. You can't solve it on your own. It's hurtful. It's so, especially when the narcissist um, has really betrayed you and lied to you and has affected your business. You know, we're all about self-care. We're all about, you know, trying to live our best lives, but the narcissist and narcissistic abuse especially with women of color, it's not talked about. And, you know, it can leave you very vulnerable and it can leave you very hurt, you know. So I, there's so much to get into. Like I said, the untold story of narcissism, I wanted to do this podcast because I hope that any woman or even men, like I said, I didn't really get into the, the women that are narcissists, but there are some women, like I said, a lot of times they're less cases. They're more commonly found in men, men that are are sometimes very successful. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some broke narcissists. (laughs) But a lot of times it's men that are successful, that have risen the corporate ladder. Don't take their cheating and their infidelities and their emotional abuse to heart. Now, physical abuse is something different, okay? If, If a man is putting his hand on you and physically abusing you or your children, you got to get out of there. You got to get to safety now. 
Emotional abuse is also very destructive. It's very heartful. It's, it's, it's hard. And you have to decide what you want to do. But with narcissism, and I hope people realize narcissistic personality disorder, you know, a lot of people say it can never be fixed. You know, you're going to, if you do your own research or you're dealing with this, you're going to see so many people say it can't be fixed or it can be fixed with drugs or, you know, and again, I'm very against taking drugs to fix problems, but I'm very pro-counseling. You know, if you can find a counselor that's Christian-based that really wants to help you if you're married or if you're in a situation where you feel that there's no way out, please, please, please talk to somebody. Well, it's Sunday, and I hope I did this this order justice. Um, again, feel free to email, to chat, to, you know, contact me if you're dealing with this. Um, and I pray for everybody that's dealing with any type of problem to put your trust in God. God will never, ever fail you. I'm going to leave you with this one, and we'll come back um, next week with another podcast. Happy, happy Sunday. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to follow us at Dare to Aspire. All right, bye. Direct.